I've got new gigs to announce. I'm doing a show in Devizes, but I haven't put the poster up yet. So up it goes. It's my first comedy show, Gary Delaney. You're actually using poster paints and stuff to, to stick it to your wall. I use the glue that you use to hang up wall, um, wallpaper because it's obviously really, really strong. So when the council come along to try and get it off, it's really difficult for them. <laughs> um, obviously, I used to work for a council and I would never do such an awful thing to their bare, vacant walls. This is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sheer Isolation with myself, John Ponting in Cricklade. And Kieran Moore is back in front of his usual board in Trowbridge. I am. But there's no tea now. There's no tea. I've, I've noticed, yes, which must mean your kitchen is now ready. Mm, close. Okay. <laughs> Not quite, but close. Edging closer. If I wasn't so damned busy, I would have finished it by now. I was out in Froome at the... Um, at the cheese and grain watching vaccines which was a brilliant they were absolutely fantastic you know it's was chatting to phil cooper in, in in the show and there was another band that played there last or oh, year before last that we, we, him and i both went to and we both said or he said to me he said when they played i don't really feel like they they gave it their all you know they're in a small venue they couldn't be bothered vaccines despite being in a venue much smaller than their level absolutely went for it they played as if they were playing wembley they were absolutely bloody fantastic will i get a night in thursday what's happening thursday hopefully i have a night in tomorrow yeah oh. <laughs> you can catch up on bake-off because that's what i'll be doing <laughs> anyway well um i probably will skip that because cake you don't skip bake-off because of cake you watch it for the cake i see what's wrong with you um, anyway purpose of this show anyway promote on with the show john I'm promoting it. I'm promoting it. We're, we're here okay. to um, talk okay. about the local music and art scene across the West of England, play a couple of tracks, have a guest on. Karen, this week we are being joined by Evie MJ. That's not just a string of letters. That, that is her name, but I, I do not know the lady. So Evie MJ, I've known her, so I've been Facebook friends with her for a long, 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 long time. And I've met her in, in the Swindon music scene on and off once or twice, you know, in the wherever. And the other week we were at Dave Young's Wake in a pub in Old Town in Swindon. And I walk in and she sat there. So I sat next to her and I'm chatting with the gang. And she finally, the penny finally drops back, you know, that I'm Kieran. And she goes, oh, my God, Kieran, I've never met you. I was like, yes, you have, Evie, like a dozen times. You're normally drunk. <laughs> uh, it's very sweet. We had a lovely chat. But she's a, she is a uh, jazz promoter in Swindon. So there are, I don't know very many jazz promoters. Certainly she's the only one I'm aware of in Wiltshire. She's certainly the only one doing it at the level and standard that she does it at. So she is very, very unique in the Wiltshire music scene. And basically, I want her to tell us about what she does. Wonderful. So we've got that to come up very, very shortly. Uh, we will start by playing a track. But for the next two and a half minutes, your ears are going to be, uh, um, what's the word? Enlightened. There you go. Uh, rap is not a genre I listen to. I'll be honest. You know, there's a little bit of chat pop in there, but like that's white man's rap. This is very much actual rap. You know, grind. She does some um, uh, uh, trap or whatever you want to call it these days. And she's from she's from Cardiff. She her name is Juice Menace, and she's performing at Trowbridge Town Hall. I'm really excited about being challenged by this genre in our venue it's unique to our venue we've never done this before so the whole thing is a, is a learning experience and I'm, I'm quite excited about that so this is a song called no chaser i look cute when 
when I step out the coop. No chaser, keep a knife in the blazer, real money maker. Have you ever seen paper? I keep my nails on glacier, real icebreaker. I look cute when I step out the coop. If she want fight, I'ma take off the hoops. They ain't scared while they pull up in the group. Real lone wolf, bitch, I don't recruit. Couple things that I wanna get into. They wanna talk on the shit that I've been through. I keep a G, no tears or tissue. Touch when I mind me, you got an issue. Yeah, it's that simple. Leave a hole in your kind of go back to something we've been talking about on, on the show previously about you wanting to introduce let, let's call it more music to the more minority audiences of, of Wiltshire because there are a lot of people in the county who are underrepresented by the live music that's on offer. Absolutely 100% exactly that so a lot of people will probably be heading to their cities for the sorts of shows that Juice Menace normally plays Cardiff, Bristol and it may be Salisbury I'm not entirely sure what's going on in Salisbury it may be Salisbury this is not something that happens in Trowbridge which makes it, you know, unique and interesting. And obviously that is an opportunity to try and reach people to say these things happened in your local town and it, it can be celebrated. So rap has a stigma. There's no denying it. Just in the same way that goth does, you know, they have stigmas. And I don't think that's necessarily true or fair or, or reflective. But you don't know unless you go or unless you platform it, unless you actually meet these people, work with them. So I'm challenging myself to like rap. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> Wonderful. I want a full report on this next week. We have just played No Chaser from Juice Menace. Proof once again that on sheer isolation, we play everything. Everything. Today you get a very eclectic mix. You get a bit of uh, um, rap, then you get some jazz. So. <laughs> Amazing. It's the Rap Jazz Show. Time for product placement, I think. This week's product placement, John, is our friends and your friends' Heartwork. Um, I purchased it because I love Dan and I love this album. But then he kept sending CDs that come with it. So he did this whole Nine Inch Nails thing where he takes the songs from the album and then he kind of remixes them, recreates the songs in a completely different fashion, slowing them down, dropping in bits and pieces and all the rest of it. 
So he sent sent this out of the blue. This remix album is just as good as the album itself, which I it just blows my mind. And then there's also the outtakes or what came before albums. This is like the additional tracks that he was releasing over lockdown as an album. The guy is absolutely on the form of his life and the artwork is brilliant. I love the artwork. Very, very bright, colourful. He is basically nailing what it, he's trying to achieve. He is absolutely nailing it. Oh. And what was his name again, sorry? Dan O'Dell. Dan O'Dell. Heartwork. There we go. Look out for Dan O'Dell. So in that case, it is time for us to talk to our guest. And uh, as we said in the previous link, we're, we're taking a jazz route. I haven't really focused too much on, on jazz myself personally, but just in the last couple of months, I've been going down to Bristol and Clifton because there's a couple of pubs that do 1920s, 30s style yeah. Um, jazz and it's just background music and it's just really nice to have an evening out and just have that kind of go- going on in the background but that, that's kind of where my my influence or, or my interest in jazz kind of stops for the moment I used to work for Discovery as you're aware and we used to import and export and sell an awful lot of jazz almost anything can be jazz we, we, we used to import some crazy Finnish and Swedish and Dutch and Danish jazz from from all these tiny little labels and they were it was just mind-blowing stuff it was bizarre um, it was incredible. That's modern jazz. We go back into the old jazz. I like all the old jazz like you do, uh, but it's such a broad spectrum because you, even within the sort of the jazz of the old jazz, you've, you've even got modern like bebop and all the fusion, all the fusion jazz. So it's world music of the different countries meeting jazz. It's a mind blowing genre. The more I got into it, the more I loved it. Okay, and and I guess Stevie is, uh, I guess, one of uh, Wiltshire's main promoters of jazz. I know Bath has got quite a good jazz scene, but I don't really know of any venues around Wiltshire that are doing it. So I guess we'll have to ask her about that. We'll ask her in a moment. So over to Evie. There is an amazing promoter called David Knight who did jazz nights in Swindon for well over 30 years. And we met when I was a restaurant manager at the Old Bank in Swindon. And he was doing a jazz night and I would help him out with that on a Wednesday night. And then we ended up working together and doing a regular flagship Tuesday night which is still going now after 10 years and then it all sort of grew, grew from there really so yeah it's all through David Knight. So tell me what what piques your interest in jazz because it's quite an uncommon genre for people like you know, youngsters like us to be into as a passion so how, how did you get into jazz was it through Peter? Well, or... Calling me a youngster first of all I like that I'll take that. <laughs> We are compared to the jazz contemporaries. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it was not really a genre that I've listened loads to. I think like anyone, I sort of know the American Songbook and, you know, the Gershwin, that sort of thing. Uh, being mixed race, I know a lot of the legends, certainly through how important they are in the black community, from Mars Davis to Dizzy Gillespie, Louis Armstrong. But it was from working at the Old Bank and watching David Knight bringing in these people that I'd heard of, certainly. I mean, Alec Dankworth, whose parents are Johnny Dankworth and uh, Sir Johnny Dankworth and Dame Cleo Lane. And I was thinking, where, what, this is amazing. So, and I was listening up the live jazz. It's such a different experience. And I just got the bug after seeing that and seeing all the improvisations and how should I put it? I saw the resemblances to hip hop, which I am into. And I saw, you know, ah, they're taking that amount of bars and they're improvising and, you know, like an M- like MCs would do. And I just found it just, I just got the bug and I just wanted to do more and more and more. And I wanted to tell everyone about it and have that experience for other people. 
Well, you know what? That's truly fascinating because I've never noticed the correlation between hip um, uh, hip hop and jazz. Probably because I don't listen to enough hip hop. But that's (laughs) that's really interesting. (laughs) It's the best way to explain it. It Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. I've got even even more probably weird reference, but the song 21 Seconds by So Solid Crew, that's a good example. There's right. so many MCs and they literally, they have those 21 seconds and then they bash out their, their lyrics. And that's kind of what jazz is about. After you've got the hook and then it goes into all the improvisation yeah. and each do their solo and they're talking and they're competing and they're trying to make each other laugh and have little references and all of that. It's fantastic. But you don't get that when you're listening on the CD. Of course not. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think you hit a real point there because obviously for me, music is all about the experience that you, you get live. And yeah. I, I do love listening to jazz, but actually you're right. You know, the, the watching it live and watching that person actually play and, and do that expressiveness that you just don't get in other ways. Jazz itself as well, because there's so many different formats, you know, bands, makeups, how bands can be made up, which is quite unconventional compared to rock music, for example, or just which is just generally guitar, drums, bass, maybe a keyboard if you're lucky. But jazz can be all sorts of different ways of, of making that up. So what stuff have you had in Swindon? What stuff, you know, what site lineups have you had that have really blown your mind? Oh, gosh, all sorts, all sorts. Just before I get there, it is, it is similar to rock music because all you're doing is you're making sure that each part of the song is represented. So right, whether okay. you have a piano, a piano is doing the chords. Yeah. But you don't have to have a piano. You can do that with a guitar. Do you know what I mean? So, and then the horn line, it can be a saxophone, but it can also be a violin or it can be a voice or it can be, do you know what I mean? So it is the same way as it's set up in, in any, in a, in a, you know, huge classical orchestra. It's all, it's all the same. But yeah, it's just how you make it up. Um, I would say lineups I enjoy are, I like the really traditional, not as in trad jazz, but the really like swing, sometimes just a trio just all out, New Orleansy, that sort of stuff. I do love that. And for that reason, I love Enrico Tommaso. He's one of my favourites. Um, he's an amazing trumpet player. He lives in West London, so he's only sort of an hour out. So I do, I'm so lucky to be able to have him down the M4. <laughs> he actually played for Louis Armstrong when Louis Armstrong came here in the 50s. Um, wow. and, and Enrico was just eight years old. And he played his trumpet as Louis came down and Louis was, you know, spoke to him and there was pictures taken as you could see it online. Um, and he actually became pen pals with him all the way through until Louis sadly passed. So wow. he's a great ambassador, not only for the trumpet, but for Louis Armstrong and how important he is and for British kids being inspired and making a career of it. Because trumpet's a hard instrument. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it is. <laughs> They so, call yeah, those poor parents why you have to learn how to learn it. <laughs> yeah. I love gypsy jazz um, lineups. We've had some great gypsy jazz lineups, you know, the whole Django Reinhardt, Stefan Grappelli, yes. that kind of thing. Um, and I love that. It's so rhythmic. It's yes. so virtuoso, so fast and furious and beautiful, beautiful songs. So, yeah, that, we've had a few of those. They're always my favourites. But I'm not supposed to have favourites anyway. I try to not. show as much of the genre as possible. So I know from talking to you previously about how you make, do your shows, because it's, it's not that a band exists. Like, like a, you could name a bunch of bands in Swindon. They've all got set members and you know who's in that band at any one time. When you do these jazz ensembles, it's almost like picking people, isn't it? individual people to create a band or, or the band leader create picking people around him that, or them to create yeah. a band. 
tell us just explain to us how that works because that that's quite quite a confusing thing to get your head around yeah I suppose using me as an example so right I'm in Swindon so I'm sort of in the middle of quite a few different hot spots of jazz musicians so London Birmingham Oxford Bristol sometimes Cardiff so yeah if someone's coming from quite far so if I, I think about who my solo my guest soloist is so for example I've just said mentioned Rico Tommaso it might be Simon Spillett on tenor or one of those big names yeah. award winning and then I will put the trio around them that are a little bit more local and I will think about who I'm going to put in that trio who works well with each other who the guest is who would vibe with them that sort of thing not not only actually musically but do you know what to have a drink at half time and have a laugh and mess yeah. about do you know what I mean because it makes it it makes it really fun for the audience and for them so that's that's the way to do it always it's always to think about the style of that person how they play what they like and geography as well <laughs> so. yeah of course for um, for people who want to find out a bit more about live uh, jazz music around Swindon, which, which venues do you do you operate in, and, and do you have like a, a regular date in a month, or do you just does it all a bit random when, when so, your performance is going? Yeah, so I did have quite a few regular ones, but since COVID, um, we just got the flagship at the moment, which is um, the Royal Oak, which is every single Tuesday, each and every single Tuesday from eight o'clock. The first set is is at eight o'clock. So, but all my listings for everything I do is on Jazz Nights, Nights with a K, which is named after David Knight. So jazznights.co.uk and all the listings are there because I also do blues every other week on a Sunday afternoon at the Royal Oak as well. They keep you busy at the Royal Oak then? Yeah, well, they, they go back. They're, they're part of my story because um, they had Baker Street, which is where I started the Tuesday Jazz. So we just moved it over there when they took over the Oak. So they're really amazing, amazing uh, management and owners who have really supported live jazz in Swindon and carried on what Dave and I have been doing for 30 years. So they're fantastic. And they were so keen after COVID to get it in as soon as possible as well, which is great. Um, with social distancing of course. Are you hopeful to get more of your other venues back online as, as we kind of get back into our new normal? Yeah definitely yeah definitely and actually it's quite nice to be staggered and make sure that the you know the flagship one is is nice and healthy and running ticking over as normal as, as we were before and then go from there but, but I've also got the festival that comes back next year as well so I need to sort of concentrate on that that's the Jazz and Soul Festival in April uh, which is at Christchurch. Very when you have your, your music nights, do you tend to find that you, you have the sim- similar audiences coming along all the time? And the reason I ask this is because I, I know that there's quite a big jazz scene around Bath and there's quite a few venues that do regular jazz nights, whereas I, I'm not so familiar with your nights that you do in Swindon. So I don't know if there's as much of an appetite or as much of an audience that you're, you're pulling in. Before COVID, absolutely packed. <laughs> absolutely, like as in standing room as well. But where we've just been really careful and social distancing and just only doing book tables, it's still always fully booked. And yes, we've got customers that have been following us for 10 years, literally are there every Tuesday. They've created their own community, especially a lot of the older generation who didn't have, you know, a Saturday night to go out and, and party. <laughs> but that's what they do every Tuesday. It's fantastic. And then we have a lot of the younger ones as well. A lot of the, a lot of the musician, younger musicians that come and watch locally. And then we do get with certain names we get people from out of town coming as well which is fantastic but I can think of at least oh gosh a handful of people that come from Farringdon from example every single Tuesday to the club so yeah it's great it's good following and really really varied as well and I think that's 
um, similar to Kieran, because we're youngsters, <laughs> the sort of people that we're in touch with and the, you know, the connections that we have, that it's not a promoter that's maybe been here for 40 years doing it. It's someone a little bit new, knows some other people that might surprise people that can play jazz and mix in with the, with the bigger names. And yeah, it's really, really interesting. Fantastic. Right. So, Evie, that brings us to your choice of track. Who have you picked for us and why? Okay, so I picked one of the acts that I love coming to the club, Hopkins Hammond Trio. I love an organ trio. I think it's one of the best setups. And I think if you're not familiar with modern jazz, I think it's one of the best to maybe start with. So to look at people like uh, Jimmy Smith, of course. So you've got guitar, organ and drums. Ruth Hammond is actually originally from Wharton Bassett. She's a local girl, so people love it when she comes here. They love to see her at the club. But she went to Leeds University to study music, met Scott, who is on drums. And yes, it is Scott Hammond, the drummer of Jeff Toll, which is fantastic. Ooh. And Matt Hopkins on guitar as well. So, um, yeah, I'd just like to show this is a little studio clip from them.
So we have just played a medley of tunes from the Hopkins Hammond Trio. Uh, that was Evie's choice. Uh, for those who did recognise some of the tunes, one of them was from David Newton, one was from Richard Rogers, and one was from Michael Brecker. And John, it was fantastic. I had a listen, and they do some lovely noodling, particularly the guitar player. I enjoyed that a lot. Is noodling a technical term? Yeah, why not? Or one you just made up? I, I, you know, that's what it is, isn't it? It's noodling. It's not because you're, you've been busy cooking rice all evening. <laughs> you just got no, food on the Food brain. on the mind. No, 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 no. It's definitely the technical term. It's definitely noodling. Fine, OK. Time for some news then. And uh, one thing I wanted to run past you this, uh, this week. I did send you the link earlier, so you have been prepped. I um, have. The, the government is looking to start a consultation into the amount that musicians get paid from streaming services. Kieran, have you, have you actually put a word into somebody? Because we were only talking about this a few weeks ago. <laughs> No, but um, I knew it was on the horizon. Um, Radio 4 have been talking about it a, a lot recently. I think it's great because streaming is just not a, a particularly, fa- as we know, a particularly fair medium of remunerating artists. So it's great that they're having this conversation. Um, apparently Radiohead, Elbow and a couple of others have all had their tuppence listened to in Parliament. So a change is afoot. Um, are we hopeful? I, I'm yeah, sure you're oh, not. Yeah. There, there will definitely be some change in this. 100% will definitely be some change. It's bizarre, isn't it? Because law takes so long to change, right? But the technology advanced really quickly. So it's almost, it was almost inevitable that this would happen because it just takes time for the law to catch up. Uh, another thing, I, I, we've been drumming on about this for the last few weeks, but about needing some kind of ID or passports to go into nightclubs. Wales has now committed to it, and I still don't Ooh. think England have. No, England have. So Scotland have, definitely. It makes it tricky for people who live here because like, I wouldn't think twice about going to Cardiff for a gig, but the regulations there are going to be different than they are if I go to uh, a night in Bristol. That is very true because I was going to go see Dan Buck, Buckingham in Cardiff. And yeah, I'm going to have to get my COVID passport. Any news from yourself or have we covered everything? So the Village Pump is officially back in action. It is open again. Friday Folk will be returning in the new year with Rosie Upton. Um, we have an open mic with Jack Bell starting. I don't know when, but that'll be soon, probably October. Um, and we've got band rehearsals as well. So it's all oh. go, go, go in Trowbridge, mate. Cool. For real. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email sheerisolation at gmail.com and uh, just get in touch. Send us any YouTube links or any news about any videos you've got coming out. Or you can find previous shows on your streaming service of choice, or you can go to sheerisolation.co.uk. We'll call it a wrap, Kieran. Thank you for, uh, for joining me. A wrap. I like what you've done there. You call it a wrap. Oh, Clever. yeah, because you're hungry. Clever. I did that on purpose, didn't I? No, wrap, rapper, Juice Menace. Oh, I was thinking rappers in a food wrap. Maybe I'm the hungry one. Maybe you're the hungry one. Yeah. Oh. Now we just freestyle them. Anyway. We'll leave it at that, Kieran. Thank you. Bit. See you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.